0: This week on the TorontoGameNews.com podcast, we talk about Far Cry Primal, digital distribution, and Alto's Adventure. What's up, everyone? This is episode 28 of the TorontoGameNews.com podcast. I'm your host, Steve, the main uh, dude behind TorontoGameNews.com. I added into the intro, number one site for game development stuff in, in GTA uh with me once again is Brett from heart circle what up uh who's on fire today he's 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 ready to go he's ready to get loose he's spitting yeah. fire, spitting fire. <laughs> <laughs> uh still still freelancer still still hunting that oh
1: yeah but uh i think my uh i've been on this nice vacation now so that's why i'm a little bit more loose <laughs>
2: yeah'
1: <laughs> rip it start ripping it and stuff.
2: Have you been waking up late now, or are you still waking up super, like, work early time?
1: Oh, no, I still wake up early. Yeah. Yeah, you can't change that. Oh,
2: I'm proof that you can, my friend.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't, I can't do it. I I really can't sleep in that much. Like, I like like just being up and getting stuff done.
2: When I was working in-house at at a music production place, I, I had to get up, like, you know not as early as you guys but still early like seven thirty. make sure i was there on time mm-hmm. and uh you know sits going freelance oh i could i could totally if i pull like i pull a late light last night i could totally like get up at noon no problem no problem
0: and that that sleepy voice you hear is dan by the way <laughs> i didn't i didn't intro
2: <laughs> you yet oh it's okay.
0: uh yeah, I mean, People I'm, know who I
2: am now, I guess.
0: Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's been pretty consistent since episode ten, right? So
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I stuck around. Yeah. It's good. We it's made, fun.
0: We kept you around. Well, you're the audio guy. Brett's the 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 dev guy, the game design guy. You're the audio guy. And I'm you're the, and you're the dude. I'm the glue who keeps it all together.
2: <laughs> that's true.
0: <laughs> uh so we'll just jump right into it. Hype time. Hype. Hype. Uh do we have anything? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do we have anything to hype? Uh, Game Dev Drinks is March twenty third. Confirmed. Um, it's official, and the event bright's up for it already. Um, it's we'll have uh, Andrew Spearin. Mm-hmm. We'll be coming in to talk about uh, Insurgency. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all up, so you can grab your tickets and all that jazz. It looks like the Insurgency looks actually really dope. I think. Uh, I should pick it up. I'm waiting for that PS4 version. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at it on the PC right now. So I just have to see if my computer can run it because this looks like a, a. It looks like a system killer from my computer right now. Bit of a hog.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, are but you? I could
1: be totally wrong. Oh. Are you, what kind of like? What's your? I, I thought Black Ops Three killed your computer. Yeah, it did. Yeah, true. And <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Black Ops Three wasn't that good yeah i just want to play a first person shooter so
0: well aren't you all right we'll get into that that. (laughs) I,
1: i am playing one now but we'll get to that we'll get to that uh dan do you got anything you want to hype up or
2: um yes and no more so no
1: <laughs> what? Okay.
2: I got I got lots of stuff I want to hype up, but nothing that anybody else cares about. Who oh. <laughs> listens to this podcast. Pick the pick the
0: number one thing that you the most likely thing that someone would care about.
2: Nobody cares about any of my stuff. Oh, <laughs> nobody
0: cares. <laughs> I care. I care.
2: I did I did tweet out yesterday about my my JD eight hundred, which I am super super excited about. Because I saw that.
0: I don't know what that is though.
2: There's a project coming up, most likely, that uh, a video game project that I'm going to be using this JD800 on extensively, and I'm pretty stoked about it. It's got nice. this, uh, it's just, I mean, it's so deep. It's got a really cool sort of retro sci fi sound. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can fake that in the digital audio workstation on your computer and try and do that kind of a thing. But when you go right back to the original gear that came out in like the eight, lady, eight late 80s and early 90s and stuff like that yeah that's where that's where that sound really starts to sing you know get that really authentic vibe mm-hmm. so this jd800 it's like a virtual analog type of thing and it's it looks like you're standing behind the controls at nasa man there's so many knobs and sliders on it that's
0: awesome
2: it's it's uh it's a beast
0: can you say much on the the video game project or no
2: no, I can't unfortunately. Not not yet, but I will on the podcast. All
0: right, cool. Um, I don't have any, I don't think I have anything to hype up. EGLX is soon though. Uh, that's like in April, mm-hmm. so that's probably the next like big thing that's happening in Toronto wise. Uh, the, the diversity jam is happening right now, but by the time everyone listens to podcast it'll be over. So uh, maybe just kind of check out on Twitter to see what the what happened after that. But yeah, EGLX is April, the end of April. So. We'll start kind of hyping that up as we get closer to that. Then, um, if that's it, then we should just go to news time. News, news, news. news, news. news. Yeah, that was terrible. Was it?
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it sounded great on
2: my end. So. Did it? Yeah, yeah, it sounded bad on my end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we keep saying that I'll, I'll, uh, I'll just cut the good one, but that's not uh, probably not going to happen.
2: No. 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 The,
0: the when I was when I started to do the podcast, someone at work told me who does a lot of podcasts. He said the the best thing you can do for yourself is make it as easy as possible to upload. So, like d- if you don't like have that many edits and all that stuff. So when when uh, when you set up that template for me, mm-hmm. um, that was golden. <laughs> so,
2: oh yeah, so, so do you use that now?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, same template. Yeah. So uh, and and like the levels that you set and stuff like that. So I don't understand any of that stuff. So
2: yeah just keep it right simple yeah pretty much um all right number one
0: uh Farcar Primal is out right now uh Ubisoft Toronto joint actually we'll talk more about what they specifically did later on but I thought I would just post that it is out uh I've kind of spoken about it the last two podcasts I think at least one podcast uh, um that it'll be the first three. three maybe i don't know it's the We've first been like chatting about it loosely
2: uh, in yeah. anticipation for a bit
0: i mean it's the first like triple a game released this year i think so um but division's like next week so that cuts that out but uh yeah the review will be up probably by the time you listen to this podcast because patrons get the podcast early and normal people get it during the week um and i will say that i'm going to give it a seven out of ten that's how I feel about. If I had to quantify it as a number, and we've already kind of talked about like doing the numbers and stuff like that, but uh, I guess like lofty number. But
2: it, why are you going to give it a seven out of ten? That, that, that is why you read the review.
0: <laughs> is it the? I mean, the too long didn't read, too long didn't listen part of it um, of like last week. I guess is that it like it. It still has the same structure as, like, Far Cry 3 and 4, or at least 4, uh, in terms of, like, you're leveling up. And you have your little village that you level up, and, and you have to skin animals and stuff like that. The story is, like, whatever. You just, like, you're just a Neanderthal who just hates other Neanderthals, so you just go kill them. So the story is, like, nothing. I haven't been it yet, but it's not going to evolve in anything. Just the characters are interesting. Like, each character that you kind of run into, there's, like, a shaman and then just, like, this weird warrior guy and this other crazy dude. Like they're they're interesting characters, but and it has a solid foundation, but it doesn't do anything like new or amazing. Like the new things that it does do, like the the elephant like dream stuff. I don't even know what to call it. Like
2: psychedelic elephant trips.
0: <sighs> yeah, they're just they're just straight up like not fun at all. Like they're just I I don't even want to do them. I see the icon on my map, and you have to go to the shaman and drink this like weird like thing that he makes, and then you just get this vision quest it's something that could have been really cool because it's uh the, the art and everything is really good and it's like it's it's different but you know it's just not
2: like, you know what would have been awesome if it remember dumbo when they had like the psychedelic neon light trip mm. oh yeah that would have been awesome
0: yeah it's not that crazy <laughs> um but and like you just play through those missions and and normally any enemy you kill you get like a little bit of experience points you're not even getting any experience points so there's straight up like no real beneficial reason to play it other than just, like, completing the mission. Um, so totally just, like, to me, like, missed the mark on those. But everything else in the game, like, leveling up your village is cool. Uh, like, traversing the world is cool. They're getting a lot of flack right now because the map, uh, I guess, is the same as the Far Cry 4 map, but... Uh, I played Far Cry 4 and, like, I didn't really even clue into that until I saw that map. And I was saying before the podcast to these guys, like, if you were to just drop me into, like, a random part of the world, uh, unless it's in the north because the north is, like, the snowy part, I wouldn't know where I am. Mm -hmm.
2: Which is probably what they banked on, too. I mean, like you said, you could probably save a little bit of dev time um, just kind of reskinning your old map because, in all honesty, I mean, it's still... (laughs) still like completely different and, and in my head it's kind of like an interesting thing that primal takes place in like the same area but whatever 10,000 years earlier.
0: That's what, that's what some people are thinking but I think uh, when you start Far Cry Primal um, it says like Northern Europe or, or like Eastern Europe or something like that uh, and Far Cry Primal 4 took place in like, uh, like a Malaysia India, Tibet sort of area I think. But I, I guess I don't know, maybe. Um, I think that's what some people were kind of like. If they're like trying to defend Ubisoft, they're trying to say that maybe. Well, how,
2: how long ago was this? It is Far Cry Primal set 12,000 BC? 12,000 BC,
0: you think there'd be some like some yeah, ge- geographic, like exactly, changes in the some area. plate <laughs> movement to like is this
2: Pangea kind of thing going on over here?
0: <laughs> um, so I mean. If that if, if but I mean if you look at that and you think like well how if they cut on dev time and stuff why is it an eighty dollar game that's a valid that's a valid argument um, I mean unless you $85 like eighty
1: five dollars on you play
0: yeah that's weird uh, I mean you be like EB Games was seventy nine 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 usually I thought digital games were supposed to be cheaper so
1: digital yeah. games okay. I don't want to rant yet because we're in news time, but <laughs> if we're getting a rant time today, we're
0: going to be talking about digital games. Uh, we can, That could can be the topic at the end. We won't call it rant time, how we just call it like digital game pricing, and you can go off if you want. Oh, I'm going to go off. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's my thoughts on it. I mean, if you aren't craving Far Cry Primal, like I would hold off because I'm sure without multiplayer, like I'm sure this game is probably already used. Um, mm. Like you could probably get it used, but not that I'm, I mean, some people are kind of against used games. I'm not, I, I'm always just like, spend your money how you want to spend your money. Yep. Uh, it's your money. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, why are people against used games? Cause none of the money goes to the developers. Oh, right. Um, but there's DLC and I think there's, a, there's something to be said about like tweeting and like telling your friends, like, yo, I picked up Cry Primal. It's a lot of fun. It's whatever. And then like that word of mouth, like it's so easy to like get your word of, of mouth out, uh, it doesn't have to just be, like, you telling one friend. You can make a Facebook post, and then that's seen by 100 friends. And then is that worth the, like, you know, $60 that you lost? I don't know. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, 7 out of 10. I like it. Review will be up. It's it's fun. Um, it doesn't do anything. I don't think it – the the things it does do differently, I don't think, are, like, really world-shattering. So if mm-hmm. you're, like, kind of burnt out on Cry 3 or, or 4, like, Primal is probably not going to, like, make you – eager to jump back in but I I liked it it's fun cool Metacritic 76 so I think I'm I looked at that afterwards but I I guess I'm kind of like on the average
1: yeah Brett do you have thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) well I don't know I've been playing Far Cry 3 like Mm -hmm. I just because you were playing Primal, I'm like okay I'm going to check out Far Cry 3 because I I bought it with the Humble uh, with the Ubisoft Humble Bundle Mm -hmm. so I thought let me try this game out. Um, I really enjoy Far Cry 3 right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely looking forward to playing Blood Dragon and possibly Far Cry 4. But I'm really curious as to how similar the game is compared to, to like from Far Cry 3 all the way up to Primal. If it's the same same thing, like go and liberate this tower or go and liberate this village. And, you know, like it seems like the same...
0: Yeah, the it game is. I mean, the game. Yeah, I mean similar like Assassin's Creed's like that too, right? Like how many you always had to climb the tower yeah. to like expand. Well actually I
1: feel like they they added like Assassin's Creed type elements into Far Cry three. Yeah, like climbing vice versa. So. Like the hunting stuff. I was like, Oh, this is pretty cool. Um actually I really wish they'd improved the hunting in Far Cry three, but whatever. The game's like ten years old now. But <laughs> um And then, like, when you do it in Assassin's Creed, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they just took this element and went, yeah, let's put it in Assassin's Creed now because it worked good in Far Far Cry 3. Mm. So, And then the tower thing is exactly the same from both games. Like, Far Cry 3, maybe even in 4 and year 1, or in Primal, they have towers that you have to go up and synchronize with which I think they took from Assassin's Creed also, right?
0: 4 has that. Primal doesn't really have that. They have a similar thing. It's not a tower. It's just like a a bigger camp that you just have to kind of kill. And then Uh then you light. uh, There's like a giant stack of wood that you light on fire, and then it becomes your, like, area. So it's like the same idea. It's just not a tower that you actually climb. Far Cry 4 actually had, like, a tower that you would climb and kind of defeat enemies and stuff as you go up. And I think 3 has that too, right?
1: Three, you just go up. Like it has towers, but the towers are more um, just like skill-based challenges for right. dexterity. I so you're just jumping and stuff. No, no enemies around the towers. At least not the ones that I've gotten to yet. So
0: yeah, I mean the thing with Primal 2, Like what what I think people remember three and four are the like the 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 bot the the antagonist like the main bad guy.
1: That's oh, just, dude, the Far Cry 3, just, three enemy is or antagonist is amazing like Vaz or Vaz. Vaz. yeah yeah he is dope like every time he has a scene on the screen i am like into it i'm like yeah this this they did some good work there
0: yeah and so So i
1: don't know how it is going forward with four and primal but i'm i'm really into three so primal doesn't have that like
0: you you meet the enemy and it's just it's just a stupid big guy like they don't really have any personality like that so that's like a disappointing thing where you played four though right I put, yeah, I put four has that too. Like four does have a not as an interesting character, but like the the guy, he it's Troy Baker. Um, yeah, he has he does like a pretty awesome performance for the bad guy too. So
1: yeah, like I have to, I actually kind of want to look into who was the voice actor for uh, boss because he's he's just dope. Whole character is dope. So, but that's a shame that primal doesn't have well primal can't i don't know if primal could do it right
2: there's no dialogue in primal at all yeah
1: they made their own they made their own like language and then there's like
0: uh there's uh english like subtitles oh okay but there's still voice it's still voice acted
3: Hmm,
0: that's cool uh michael mando was the voice actor for oz well he is dope he's in better call Saul.
1: is he
3: He's oh,
0: not, is it? Not, oh. Nacho Varga, Varga? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I, I thought it was that guy. Okay. Because, like, when I was watching it, I'm like, this sounds so familiar to me. And I couldn't put my finger on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So now, okay, now that makes perfectly good sense.
0: Um, so let's actually, while we're still talking about Far Cry Primal, let's actually kind of discuss something else that came up uh, during the week is what exactly Ubisoft Toronto, like, contributed to Far Cry Primal. Um yeah. So they, they, kinda inter- they were interviewed by the Toronto Star. So let me just kind of quote. Uh, you have to hunt animals, craft, to- tool, uh, craft together tools, and find your fellow tribesmen. And thanks to the addition of Beastmaster abilities, you don't have to do it alone. Quote, the Montreal team gave us a lot of stuff that was related to the Beastmaster powers. So the taming, giving your animal orders, and creating the many great beasts later in the game were led by the team here said uh, Maxime Beland, creative director of Ubisoft Toronto. So the Toronto team also worked on your pet owl, another new feature that almost operates as a prehistoric drone. You can call your owl and see from its perspective, which lets you survey the surrounding area, mark targets, and eventually, with upgrades, attack enemies. That is a cool part of the game.
1: Uh, so if, they took the camera, made it an, an owl, is pretty much what they did.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like you, What you do is you kind of call your owl, and then you can mm-hmm. kind of, like, see like mark enemies and kind of set up like a path that you want to go down if you want to go sneaky uh obviously if you just want to kind of like go in and and just murder then like you don't need to do that stuff
1: actually Uh, that's a good question how is how is the sneakiness because far cry 3 uh, i don't know if it's in 4 but far cry 3 you can play the whole game like super stealth and it is amazing so, do they do the same thing in primal? Yeah, you can still like
0: sneak around and stuff like that, and I think it does a similar thing where like if the air, if the enemy's kind of like seeing you, there's like an arrow yeah, yeah. that sort of fills up and then if once it's filled, yeah. yeah, so it's it's very similar and like if you kind of sneak up to someone, you can do like a quick uh, like just kill uh, yeah, yeah. and you can level that up and stuff like um if after Oof. after a while, like you basically just immediately rob them or whatever like you get their whatever they have on them when you mm-hmm. kill them. So there is like those you could do it stealth if you want, um, especially since like the the weapon the mo the main weapon you use throughout the whole game is just the bow and arrow. Like there's no yeah. it's not like you have a machine gun that will.
1: Yeah, I was I actually was kind of curious about how the weapons would work because like it's primal right so what am i doing throwing spears and yeah so there's really arrows? three
0: there's really three main weapons uh is bow and arrow and you kind of like get a long bow as well for like more right. kind of more of a sniper rifle i guess <laughs> right uh right. then there's kind like a the scope on it
2: <laughs> sniper bow I like that. do
0: i get a, a red dot or anything like uh yeah. yeah there's like a yeah exactly yeah yeah there's a little dot and if it goes over an enemy it turns red yeah um then there's a club, and there's, like, a two-handed club that you get as well. And then there's a spear. And I don't think I have the, the other spear upgrade, but the spear is, like, you know, you could throw it or you could just kind of, like, use it to stab enemies. Yeah. Uh, then there's, like, a grenade-like item, which is just a basically a beehive that you throw at enemies. <laughs> it's pretty great, actually. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and, and then you have, like, the, the Beastmaster thing is, like, you have your own sort of pet, like, wolf or whatever. You can tame different animals in the game. um so you have like uh, a badger or a wolf or what have you and you can kind of set like get them to kill for you and and they each have their own kind of like perks or like stats to themselves Mm -hmm. so you have that as well so that's like basically combat uh and it works well like i mean it's not like your enemies have assault rifles or anything like that so it's it's it works out pretty well um I think I hope they they kind of have a lot of fun with the DLC with this game. I hope there's like an alien DLC where there's just like a, a ship that crashes and you like yeah. you have to like they poison the water or something like that. So you got to go like kill them and you're fighting like aliens with blasters. I hope they have fun with it. I hope it's not just like oh there's a giant mammoth like the mammoth DLC or something like that. Go kill it.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't know if Ubisoft knows how to have fun. So the, that, that's what the blood dragon though
0: is. It's just like crazy 80, 1980s. I think so. All right. That's probably next one I'm playing anyway, so... I think, from my understanding, I didn't play Blood Dragon at all, um, mm. is that it's, like, 1980s, like, just really weird techno stuff, and you fight, like, dino, like laser dinosaurs and stuff like that. Well, I'm sold. Uh, it's 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 crazy, from what I understand, so I hope they have fun. I'm assuming DLCs, like, on the It's That's pipeline. actually a
2: great idea, though. That would be fun. Yeah. Aliens crashing down.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, or just something like that, just, like... Or a time-traveler DLC, where, like... You're taking into like it's, it's now. The
1: maps turn into World War II or something. I don't know. Um, i like them to put in like a, a, a from dust reference in the as part of their DLC. Oh, maybe there's like
0: the I think I saw like there's a Fred Flintstone uh, Easter egg.
2: That's um, cool. Oh, so there is what? Just like a cave painting of them or something like no,
0: that? No, the their car is like under like the car is underwater or something like that. Oh, that's mm. Um I think there's like a blood dragon easter egg too where it's like a cave with like a crystallized dragon or something mm. um i thought there was a few other easter eggs i forgot them now but i mean
2: I, I bet you they have like the caves at Lascaux or something like that like have you ever get, get guys ever taken like um art history 101 class before did not know apparently like the first art ever was uh which is cave paintings where cavemen actually just drew like uh just to have good luck on the hunts mm-hmm. they would draw them killing their prey and stuff like that oh really like yeah. buffalo and whatnot or whatever and uh that was like the first art ever I bet you something like that is somewhere in a cave and well far- there there um, is
0: like cave paintings everywhere um cool like if you see a, an eagle or like a bird one it means that there's a like a a grapple hook thing at the top of the mountain that you can kind of just climb up to traverse it like much easier um Um, so there's and then there's just like random paintings and stuff like that so there is stuff like that but maybe there is like specific like historical ones that um are there um yeah so i mean now we know what ubisoft toronto worked on specifically for it i guess there was a few teams that worked on that game like uh, i think i saw kiev and, and montreal and whatnot well montreal was the main one um yeah i enjoyed it uh the full review will be up like monday or tuesday so by the time you listen to this podcast it's probably up I think the next game I'm going to do because I've already kind of played and beaten it is uh, ast- um, Lovers in Dangerous Space Time cool nice which uh, we'll probably get a better score <laughs> just saying ouch <laughs> 7.2 not, not an ouch 7 <laughs> 7 <laughs> 7.2 <laughs> 7. <laughs> it's not an ouch 7 that sounds a good score I think I don't know mm.
2: that's a good score sounds
0: like a 5 <laughs> <laughs> We'll wait for the in a couple months. We'll wait for the twenty
1: dollars.
3: Yeah, re- that's
0: that's edition.
1: the article is going to be
0: called too. The twenty dollars review. <laughs> 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 All right, enough Far Cry Primal. Uh, let's let's go on uh, to number two. Robo's World, knock Fortress, releases March seventh. <clears throat> so throwaway games and, uh, oh man, I'm blank. Blue Screen Productions uh, is working on this sort of I guess like a two D speedrunner action platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's now coming to Steam March seventh. So actually, on the uh, when's that Monday?
3: Yeah, yeah, Monday. So
0: on the Monday, by the time you listen to this podcast, it's probably out. So Robo's World uh, Zarnok Fortress, open world two D tactical action platformer. Take on the massive interconnected Zarnok Fortress and sabotage its crucial systems to halt its advance on your world. Your foe remains very vigilant, learning from its mistakes and actively repairing sabotage zones. Play as Robo, who's about to who's about the most nibbled machine you've ever seen spotting tank treads and the action guarding of the planet Sephirium master your abilities to take the fortress offline dynamically affecting every other zone as you work towards your goal of dealing the finishing blow to cripple the fortress beyond repair and bring an end to the dark reign of the Zarnok you can add to your wish list. you can follow them on uh, twitter Uh, like I said throwaway games and blue screen productions looks pretty snazzy Mm
3: -hmm. yeah
0: totally
1: I'm I'm curious I'm definitely intrigued
2: Hmm. the parallaxing is kind of neat on this one, it kind of seems like it yeah it's it's interesting because the the like the foreground kind of shakes mm-hmm. and and then yeah it's it's kind of trippy looking,
1: yeah, it's doing things to my eyes that I don't know if I like or not, but it looks it's, like it's when fun. the
2: foreground shakes, the background doesn't shake, which is a little yeah.
1: A little odd but like I love platformer games, so I would definitely play it.
2: This is like Metroidvania style, I guess, eh?
1: Yeah. Seems kind of. So you can pre
0: order the game on uh Ichio, it looks like. Uh and it's nine ninety nine, so nine it looks Canadian. Slick. It's ten bucks um on Monday. So like I said, by the time you listen to this podcast, most likely uh it's most likely out and whatnot. Sweet.
2: <clears throat> Check it out.
0: Check it out uh Chicken. like to just give a shout out to patrons uh that i can't find right now so actually let's just go on to the next topic <laughs> i'll do that later uh cell damage hd out now out on xbox one march 11th <clears throat> so you can preview yes. it right now so we spoke about this one uh, the announced they announced it like last month not too long ago Mm -hmm. uh and it looks like they didn't take uh, that much time to get it to xbox one so take control of the world's nuttiest cartoon drivers to demolish your friends uh with insane weapons and wacky arena hazards cell damage hd is a definite local multiplayer game so just add a couch and have a blast with your friends and family master the single player mode to get a leg up on the competition uh it's it was awesome to post the pictures in here and see four player split screen I was just so happy when I saw that. I didn't mean I haven't played it yet. It's on PS4. I've been meaning to pick it up, I just haven't yet. But you know, four to five of those uh screenshots have split screen in them. So I was just like, oh thank god. Like
2: that's awesome. Mm.
0: Sometimes not readily available in a lot of games nowadays, which makes me sad.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm loving this hovercraft here with the patches on it. That's hilarious. Yeah, so uh shout out
0: to patrons. Uh Chris, Anthony, Dan, Rory, Toby, Steven, Renaud, Tyler, Lee. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. By the way, when I say Stephen, I don't mean me. I'm not I'm not
2: my own patron. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, you uh, gotta
1: get that on the on the Vita. I was just checking that out there. Worst
2: worst vehicle ever, Hovercraft. And you can tell that, that the balloon that it's on is crap because it's patched up already. <laughs> yeah. one bullet and you can't even move. <laughs> yeah, that is like the worst, like <laughs>
0: Even like uh, even if there's like a night like that one that one car has like an axe on top of it, yeah. (laughs) So looks pretty sweet. I'm always down for couch couch co op or couch like multiplayer games. Yeah,
2: if it's me, I'm the I'm the I'm the uh, the tank. The what the (laughs) (laughs) the friendly tank with the uh, (laughs) with the uh, propeller on top. That's me. Nice Nice safe. I'm flying around.
0: It's on uh, PS3, 4, and Vita right now, cross by. Uh, actually, make a good Vita game, I think, but.
1: Yeah, it should be on the Wii U. I don't know why it's not.
0: Uh, probably just because the Wii U is not selling, I'm assuming.
3: Probably.
1: <laughs> Legend of Zelda came out, though. Maybe, who knows? Um. Oh, yeah, is it out out now? Yeah, I have to get around to buying it.
0: I Wait, is
2: this the HD one?
0: Yeah, Twilight Fantasy yeah. HD. I bought it. Uh, la- I bought it. And picked it up last night. And played last night. So we can
1: talk about it later. I can give you a. Mind. Is that like a nine out of ten review there? No, I'm actually a little disappointed with it to be honest.
2: Well, I I watched um, a review on it. A, a review, and it was kind of like, eh. You yeah. Know, it it kind of seemed like it was just sort of some graphic smoothening and not mm. really a whole lot, a lot, not really a whole lot different. Even then. Like an Let's, upscale of a lot of that stuff. You know?
0: Yeah. Let's talk about it uh, near the end of the podcast and, and the games we've played and stuff. So, Cool. Uh, press release uh, number three, four, number three. Uh, press release. Mark Media gets a new director, CG and visual effects, uh, Yvonne Pinard. So, Mark Media is uh, it's a developer that we've kind of talked to uh, or talked about him a couple times in the past. They're working on like a, a Shuya, the Kung Fu princess uh yep. it's, it's like a mobile game that i actually played at uh uh oh, what was it? the video game awards thing mm-hmm. i forgot what that was called did you play that when you were there brett yep
3: yeah yeah
0: and I it's, it's kind of like it uh i mean it had a little a little bit of polishing to do i think but it was kind of mm-hmm. like the batman like arkham games fighting style like you had to like kind of ta- like uh swipe towards the enemy and like time it well and and guard and stuff like that i didn't mind it I yep. played for like five minutes it was fun
2: Shu Yan, Yan, Kung Fu Princess. Yeah, that's the yes. one.
0: Uh, so Mark Media is—they uh, they do a lot. They do other stuff though. They're not just like game developer. They—the whole idea is that they're also going to be making like a TV show on this. So, just to kind of oh. quote uh, Liu He, CEO of Toronto-based television, film, and digital media company Mark Media is pleased to announce the appointment of Yvonne Pinard to the new role of director of CG and visual effects in Mark Media's Toronto studio uh, Bernard will be responsible for leading and building Mark's team of 3d artists and directing the studio CG animation pipeline. in addition, he will be in addition, he will be producing those series of CG animated shorts for Shuyen and an upcoming Kung Fu action game property. That'd be cool. Yeah. And actually, if I remember correctly too, like they're hiring for quite a few things. So let me pull them up. Did you, so you did play a What'd you, what'd you think, Brett?
1: Yeah. I, uh i'm trying to think about that one that was the kung fu one yeah i know it's it's going back a little bit (laughs) i played Uh a lot of games that day that one uh i don't even i don't think i actually did play it. i think i walked by it and i was like watching someone else play it because they had a little bit of action because they were on the bento miso side and it was crazy over there
0: yeah it was well when i was there um so they are hiring for a lot of things. Art director, sales and business, development manager, game programmer, 2D animator, illustrator, senior three D animator, junior three D artist, technical director. So a lot of artists ones there, animators and stuff like that. So if uh if that's your if that's your jam, maybe hit up Mark Media.
2: Congratulations, Good. Pinard, Mr. Pinard. <laughs> on your job. <laughs>
0: All right, moving right along, number <laughs> – I forget what number we're on now. Number four? Yeah. <laughs>
3: ne-
0: good. The next number. Uh, Alto's Adventure Developer uh, announces where cards fall. So <clears throat> Snowman, we we actually had talked about this one before because they, um, they, they announced that they were working with the Game Band, which was a, a company – uh, in, like, South California, I think. Um, I saw
2: this, yeah.
0: Yeah, mm. so they announced where cards fall. They gave a little screenshot there. It looks a little bit like Monument Valley, at least the, the perspective of it, I think. Mm. I have no idea what kind of game it is, but,
3: mm.
0: uh, quote, uh, when he was still a student at the University of South California, the game band Sam Rosenthal started working on a game about building a house of cards. The game lets you create structures, then break them down so that you could rebuild them in different ways. Rosenthal wanted the deconstruction, reconstruction to gradually tell a coming-of-age story about the wishfulness of adolescence and the way, and the way important, sometimes devastating events can impact your life. Mm. I think
2: uh,
0: it looks good cool to see how
2: that pans out. I, I yeah, this no
1: screenshot looks pretty cool.
0: Yeah, Snowman is apparently helping to refine aspects like the art, design, and marketing. So,
3: mm.
0: um, cool. looking forward to seeing more on this. Uh, oh, there's a freaking spelling mistake. <laughs> um,
1: classic. Classic, Steve. I'm it's not just, a. It's not class, a article. classic crane. Yep. It's, not an, it's article. not an article without a spelling
2: mistake, in it. <laughs> yeah, it's <that's>, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you put a Q in game bang? Uh, you weren't supposed to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's fixed.
1: Refresh. Refresh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess you we'll, is really close to A on the keyboard though. So it is; it's right above it. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you are a giant, so I guess you have <laughs> big, thick fingers, right? Yeah. Well, really, I just kind of mash my fist onto the
0: keyboard and hope for the best, and just yeah. like, hopefully, uh, hopefully, spell spell check just changes, just fixes everything. <laughs> uh, you guys are assholes. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll have to wait more on this one. But you know, I'm pumped. also's Adventure is a solid game. Solid game, Dan. I'm sure you want to talk about also adventures
2: since you've been in. Oh, yeah. I am on also adventures beast mode crush right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like. <laughs> I'm still only. I, I just got uh, Isol or whatever. I, I still only had like Maya for the longest time, mm-hmm. but I just had a crushing run with her, and I didn't use any helmets or anything yesterday. Yeah. And uh, me and my buddy Phil, we've been going back and forth, just beating each other's high score. And then I just crushed our high score yesterday. I was like, okay, game over, buddy. Felt <laughs> <laughs> so good. What are just you? kept I had so many close calls too. It comes to a point where where she just can't un- outrun the elders anymore. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, that's so I'm on level thirty three and that's like the what did you get? Oh, you got hundred and thirty seven thousand.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah I on. got a good score on that one.
0: And I feel like a few weeks ago, like I feel I forget. A few weeks yeah, was, earlier, it was 74,000, or a week earlier.
2: Yeah, and I was just like, because I asked you, and you said your furthest distance was, was 13K, and I was like so proud of my like 7 or 8K I had at the time. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got 25, almost 26K on this run. I was like,
0: yeah. i got to get, get back in there. The, I'm on level 33, and the last like,
2: thing I need to do is uh, outrun three elders. Okay, I, I have a little rant, too, though. All right, rant. rant about twice. this. Because my buddy Phil, who I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast, he, so me and him going back and forth. I didn't realize that on the Android version, if you die, uh, many times you can just watch an ad to just just respawn exactly where you died. Really? So he, like, you know, it was basically Mario style. He had three lives on me, and I was just trying to beat his score with one live because on the iOS version, if you die, you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you have uh, like a one of those helmet power-ups or something like that <laughs>
0: yeah the helmet actually when it, when it first launched i could I, I don't think the helmets were thin yet i think that was like patched in
2: yeah i, uh, I haven't bought any of the helmets i do have the wingsuit though but uh nice. but yeah i know i was like because he assumed that that the ios version was the same way right so right. he was like i don't know why is it so hard to hit 19k like you must suck at this game <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's I, That's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, I'm on the iOS. So, so,
2: but and you can also skip. Like you know how you have uh, you know three stars to gain a level. Yeah, yeah. You can also skip one one or two of those stars. If you yeah. die, it gives you an option to skip one. You have to pay some of your points or whatever. Right. Yeah. On the
0: Android or iOS.
2: On the on the Android. Oh, interesting. I didn't. No yeah, idea. which you can't do on the iOS either. So I feel like I I feel like a chump doing this like completionist style trying to you know, take forever to bounce off a rock and then grind off the stupid thing and Phil's just like skip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I haven't done any of the skipping. Like I'm trying to do it like legit stuff. Like doing it legit. Yeah, yeah, just
2: just pretend they're not even there.
1: Yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, whatever, I'm not gonna watch the video or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like and, I, and normally I would watch a video. I'm not against watching videos, but I'm just like, yeah, I wanna try and see how far I can go with just one shot. Yeah. So but I try to. I, usually, when I'm done with the game, I'll run one more and then watch a video just to, you know, help them out.
2: It's funny because um, it's always the first run of the day for me mm-hmm. that I do like amazing at, and then I suck for the rest of the day. But that first run, I think I don't know. My mind's just sharp enough or whatever. Yeah, get, I get as far as I'm ever going to get in that first run, and then and then the rest of the day, like they're just horrible runs where I just run into rocks nonstop.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that happens to me too. <laughs> so, <laughs> so pick up Alto's
0: Adventure, um, but I guess, and we'll have to wait a little bit where where cards fall.
2: Yeah, which we're also excited about.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll cop it first day for sure. I mean, it looks awesome. Yep. As long so, as it's on Android, I'm happy. Well, we'll have to wait and see. They, don't, I don't think, I, to be honest, they haven't even like I don't even think they've actually officially announced it's like a mobile game. Like they right. they haven't like said a release date or platform. Like this could be like an indie game that's going to hit consoles. We
1: have no idea wii u uh, yeah I don't don't hold your breath <laughs> i i'm not but i'm still going to keep promoting the wii u that's fair zelda we got the zelda now
3: yep
0: <laughs> number the last one i don't know the number uh torn banner studios announces mirage arcane warfare so, Torn Banner Studios, known really well for their chivalry series uh, yeah. and doing all sorts of crazy stuff with that. They had, like, a Rocket League, like, chivalry, like, mashup, too. Um, but they they now they had a, like, uh, if you went to their site for the longest time, they would say, like, the two chivalry games and then, like, unknown, like, unannounced Unity Project. They finally announced that. So, Mirage Arcane Warfare. Uh, there's a teaser trailer on the site, which I think looks awesome. Um, but it looks kind of like it, it's a first-person still thin but it's more like magic-y and stuff and uh yeah they released like the teaser is actually like seems like a legit trailer like i was kind of i kind of laughed when it said teaser and it's like a i don't know it's like a minute long video 30 i guess 30 seconds but i feel like they show a lot but Mm. there is a countdown uh to like the full announcement let me just kind of pull that up real quick uh so four days five hours so march 9th um Mm -hmm there's going to be like the full kind of announcement
2: and everything like that. I really like the color palette. Mm. Yeah, me too. It's just yeah, it's just it's vibrant but still kind of edgy still, you know.
0: Yeah, different than like chivalry, right, which is the medieval like yeah, time stuff. So I'm down uh it'd be nice to see what they can do other than like medieval time. Um yeah. And I'm always down for magic. Yo, I love I love magic in games, so. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see how this one does, because yeah. there's a lot
1: of games that are coming out that are like this, so.
0: Yeah, and I mean, they they also, like, again, same thing with, like, uh, where the cards fall. Like, they didn't really, announce, they haven't said anything about, like, where it's, like, what kind of game it is, like, what, like, if it's console or PC, if it's free to play, like, Mm. To me, if I were to make like a guess, I would say it's a free to play sort of thing, similar to to Smite. Um, from well, what I well, it's definitely
1: coming on PC. Yeah, since it's a Steam release.
0: Oh, did they? Oh, is there a Steam page? I forget now. Nah.
1: No. It, uh, well, at the end of the trailer, if you read it, it says at the very bottom there, Steam, and then Unreal, and then Torn. torn oh, boom! Torn. All right, so they have announced the the. the I guess it's on PC at That's least yep and it's probably going to be just like shivery but with magic so it should be fun yeah and that's uh that's it for the news,
2: news, news. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are terrible <laughs> oh yeah oh, that's right you were supposed
0: to... did you send me those or are they just like built into
2: i, I sent you some stuff I i can send you more
0: uh, I, I maybe I had to like look through where those.
2: You should are. just do old Hanna Barbera sound effects, just a little like pizzicato, <laughs> <laughs>
3: It's
2: like <laughs> just <laughs> dumb stuff. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: That's all, folks. Um, yep. Okay, so let's. Uh, I've, you've been Brad, You've been kind of, <laughs> of sitting on this rant, I guess. All podcast. So, so you oh, want to talk man. about digital distribution? Or digital games. What's what's the? What's I wasn't
1: even really going to rant about it, but you, made, you you sparked it on me.
0: Well, I just like when you said that Far Cry Primal was uh, was like five dollars more on
1: Uplay. Yeah, it like, is what? Yeah, because um, actually, I should pull up Steam. I just wanted. I'm gonna just. I have to do a double check here because I want to see if it's the same on actual Steam as well. Because why? It's okay. So on Steam, Far Cry Primal is seventy nine ninety nine. Okay. Oh, so it's just Uplay then. Yeah, and Uplay is 84.99. Weird, right? Oh. That was
0: <laughs> Okay, but I can get it for Okay. Wait, are you sure you're not looking at the Apex edition on Uplay store cuz I see Far Cry Primal Apex edition on Steam for 84.99. Uh, maybe. Let me see. Which comes with some shit, I guess. Far Cry, I'm clicking it. A new weapon. Oh, I got this. I think I got that stuff for just uh, pre-ordering the game.
2: Either way, so, I d- sorry. Dan? What, do you, what do you get? It's a premium edition.
0: <laughs> it's just like little things. There's the Legend of the Mammoth, which actually might be the stupid missions that I had to play. Mm. Um, and like some some of the perks, like right off the bat, and stuff. Right. Okay. So you just get like a head start on certain things than uh, than before so i wonder if that's i wonder if these i didn't know these mammoth missions because i wonder if that's what i've been playing and not enjoying
2: so that's the extra that's just that's like a dlc kind of thing maybe just an extra feature
1: well even going through the digital distribution right all right so i'm i'm on the uplay store right now hmm. and let's say i want to buy far cry which uh far cry 4 right hmm. and now far cry 4 has been out for a while digital digitally I can pay for it right now for forty nine ninety nine, right? Mm-hmm. That's the PC download. But they also you can also order their PS3 and PS4 version from the site, which will probably get mailed to me or something, um, for twenty nine ninety nine, which is just weird, right? That's weird. I, I'm Let's just see. looking at it, going, what? <laughs> <laughs> and if you're an Xbox owner, you actually pay thirty nine ninety nine for the physical copy. I'm
0: looking on the PlayStation Store right now, and Far Cry Four is forty nine ninety nine,
1: which is ridiculous.
2: So, just to play devil's advocate, let's say, do you think they don't really care about the um, the sort of online distribution um, digitally because they're kind of trying to make you or kind of trying to lean you towards a hard copy because they don't really necessarily want. Uh, you know the, the digital copies floating around and them getting cracked and and pirated. Didn't they? I, I
0: thought they would want the digital version more though, just because you can't trade it in. It, they mm. don't pay. They don't have to pay EB Games. They don't have to pay like for the the packaging and, and shit. Yeah. Like, they must. They must. They must make like a little bit tiny more profit. Mm-hmm. Well, a, they should towards a digital sale. It only makes sense, right?
2: Yeah, it's um, weird, I and mean,
1: that's the thing. That's why I hate these prices. Like, why am I paying seventy nine ninety nine for a digital release when I'm getting nothing other than the game? So it should actually be like I would probably be happy with paying forty bucks for a digital release for a brand new game when I don't get no special stuff. I don't get the box. I don't get the even, – even if you buy a box version nowadays, the instruction manual is literally one page and it's like, hey, go look it up online. Right? <laughs> yeah, instructions are right <laughs> on. I opened so the – You're, I, I, you're I not even paying for the dope instruction manual anymore. You're just literally paying for the, the, the shell and the – the D, well, I'm going to call it the CD, whatever. I'm old school. The CD, right? And that's all you're paying for. The AT. So it's just like, thanks, right? Like why am I paying $80 for this? So the digital version should be at least half that, or even thirty bucks. Like, there's no reason for it to be this expensive when I get nothing physically. I just get a digital copy. <laughs> to so, be fair
0: to you, like we're we're just we're talking about Ubisoft
1: right now, but it this is like across the board. Like it's not like yeah, like yeah, go- it's across the board exactly. Like I'm not I'm not picking on Ubisoft. It just happens that we we're looking at this game and their prices right now. So it is across the board all the companies are doing this and it should be like okay why are you charging me 80 dollars for a digital release when i get nothing other than just the game and like i'm spending more money on it if you think about it the digital release like i'm paying for the internet to download it right like you do pay a little bit more to get that game Mm -hmm. so i don't know
2: yeah it's very strange i think i think the whole idea of E. B. Games and stuff like that too, and selling used games. I, I personally think that the companies who made those games sh- that should be regulated. They should get something small, like royalties. Mm-hmm. You know, certain that, percentage. It's uh, tough
0: though because you can't like you can't cut out E. B. Games entirely because you still need them to sell, to prom- have posters and shit in their store for moms to go in and buy the game for for their kids. To sell the system to buy the game on, like Sony uh, released, or uh, sorry, Sony games on Vita, at least for the for the first part of it, were like ten percent, uh, uh, like discounted on the, on the store, um, instead of like in sorry in the PlayStation store, and and then it would be like full price in EB Games, like mm-hmm. that I think is like fine, but you know if you're talking about like a 40 percent cut, like EB like. People at EB Games would just be like, "All right, well, we're not going to like shelf your game at all." Or mm-hmm. and if Sony, if Sony games are doing it, then like, well, all of a sudden there's more uh, Xboxes on our shelf than mm-hmm. than PlayStation. So it's like a fine balance. Like I hear what you're saying, yep. but and it should be cheaper. But like, you can't like cut out EB Games, Best Buy, Walmart, like all these other distributors because like, you know, my mom doesn't know how to download a game to my ps4 like she can't even right but mm-hmm. she's going to go into walmart every christmas and buy me the new call of duty because that's just like the, that's just the thing now but so it's a tough it's like a tough balance i don't know i don't think it is that tough no no what happens if like what happens if sony releases It says okay uh what's the next oh, uncharted 4 is 40 dollars. is half off on the playstation store at launch and then EB Games, Walmart, Best Buy, all these companies are just like, okay, uh, Microsoft now gets 80% of our floor for play against PlayStation consoles. PlayStation consoles won't sell. I, I, mean, don't know. I mean, that's not Ubisoft's problem, like, or, or Activision's, or EA's, so they, I don't see a reason why they can't do it, but...
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, look at, like, Blizzard themselves, There's, you, you can't... I don't even think you can buy a physical copy of their stuff anymore. <clears>
0: like, I, don't I, even, I don't
1: even know if you can buy... I don't
0: even know where you buy PC games. Like, Steam kind of just, like, took over all that, right? Hmm. But Steam's a little different because you buy a computer for other things.
1: Yeah, but you don't I, buy a, I, I don't think the people who invested in their computers and their internet should be having to pay a prime price. No, I, I agree. I don't think – I'm
0: surprised it's, like, more money. It's weird. And, and I think it should be a discount, but uh, I don't think it should be – like, 40 bucks Canadian, that's, like, $25 US, like –
1: Mm-hmm.
0: These games, they're like well, 60 bucks. Well, I would be
1: cool if they were to cut down the price. Okay, like it doesn't have to be a $40 reduction or whatever. But if they were to sit down and go, okay, we are not paying. Okay, so the talk <laughs> on the other end.
2: <laughs> who, who is That's Brad, eh? That's got to be Brad. No, it's not me. Who <laughs> is that you, Steve?
0: That was me, sorry. <laughs>
2: Jeez. What did you like, unwrap a word there's right in front of the microphone? <laughs> no, right I, I, there's,
0: <laughs> there's there's bread. There's bread in a, a bag that I want, and <laughs> apparently I wasn't quiet enough. Oh, are we having a bread break. Okay, whatever. I'm going to mute myself
1: <laughs> and go.
2: Okay, bread. So
1: what? What the best solution would probably be would be just cut out the price that it would cost to make the box, the wrapper, the instruction manual, which is only one page, the leaflet for the actual game cover um and take up the shipping and handling because the, they they got to move the product around the world so that's part of the cost too mm-hmm. now just reduce all those costs because it's only in digital so maybe they save 20 maybe the consumer will save $20 because we're not paying for all that extra stuff right mm-hmm. all we're focused on is that we got the digital version so because I'm a green person and I like to buy digital now I shouldn't be able to be reap from my reward of buying a digital thing. I pay, I saved $20 because I am doing it this way. So, I think that would be a perfect scenario for reducing the price digitally. Like there's no reason that I should be paying the same amount as someone who buys from a pop, from the box store.
2: And you can so. still do stuff that satisfies, you know, like physical collectors, you know, posters, artwork, mm-hmm. you know, figurines, whatever it happens to be, yep. satisfy the, the physical collector. Because they don't, you know, I mean, I, I, there's always going to be guys out there who want. Yes.
1: The, the, there always the will be.
2: Yeah. Um, but, I
1: used to be one of those guys.
2: Well, that's like, like in music land with synths and guitars and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. you, can, you can have a synthesizer that synthesizes a guitar on your computer, or or uh, an old, you know, Roland Juno or something like that. But everybody still wants that analog piece of gear. You know, it still want yeah. they still want the original thing, the original Secret of Mana cartridge or whatever it yeah. happens to be um for for whatever reason just the nostalgia value of it even but uh but going forward i mean yeah i, I totally agree it's like you know i i don't understand the purpose of of an, an eb games i understand the purpose of like i think it's called level up down there on uh, on king street right in hamilton yeah um you know because he's got a lot of older games there and he's got arcade machines and he's got lots of sort of physical stuff there you know what i mean mm. which is which is great and a lot of fun but um, I don't understand really the point going forward of an EB Games focusing mainly on new material. That kind of seems like uh, the, the death of, um, you know, it just seems like a bad business plan because in the end, mm. once everything does end up going mostly digital, what do you have to sell in your stores, you know? Mm.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> I'm looking at Level I didn't know about Level Up. It looks like a sweet store.
2: Yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool shop. But the guy who owns it's Portuguese. I ran into him one day. Actually, that day that you and me went out for, for breakfast close yeah. to Christmas, mm-hmm. there. Uh, what are you saying you had for Steve? You weren't there.
3: We should go for breakfast. Oh, I
0: thought, <laughs> you, I thought you meant. Uh, oh, for breakfast. I thought you meant our sushi date.
2: No, no, no. All right. Well, then, never mind. Then,
0: fine. Talk about your, <laughs> talk about your breakfast date. And,
2: uh, yeah, I passed by that guy's shop. He's a cool guy. Really mm-hmm. nice guy. <clears throat> um, good
1: discussion. That's, that's really the end of my rant, though. That's fair uh brett
0: anthony gunhino uh says you know know what's funny it's (laughs) not
2: about brett it's about me
0: yeah ask so tweet twitter twitter response uh ask him about the sweet game he made in high school with the artist behind the castle game i still have it what's the sweet game that you made in high school with anthony who are you asking you what
2: (laughs) i'm asking dan you uh yeah man we made uh what was it called? It was like a, a Spaceman, a Spaceman game, um, where, it was like, you had to collect a key, and then there's all these platforms, and you could create bubbles, and, and, and then you had to make it to a door. It was actually really fun. It's funny, because he says, that ask him about the game that he made in high school which is actually a game that anthony made i basically did nothing i just (laughs) i was his partner and i just like held on to his coattails as he made a pretty cool game and that was about it but um yeah man that uh anthony godino he's a good guy man really good guy it's funny because we've talked about this in the past um about castle game and stuff and i was like yeah my buddy anthony godino he he works for those guys i think did <laughs> <laughs> something and uh and i actually friended him on twitter but his twitter account looked pretty dead i think maybe he's reviving it now because he's getting at us finally but uh yeah man me and anthony went to high school together and uh it's pretty cool some of the work he's working on now for sure nice and that game we made i mean it was the best game out of all the students, for sure, but he, but make no mistake, he made it. <laughs> I basically <laughs> did nothing. The castle game
0: was uh, my game of the year last year. Toronto developers, so
2: yeah, man, and he did the and he did the art. And, yeah, I'm looking looked, at it. It looked beautiful. So yeah, Andy, look- call, hook me up, man. Call me up. Let's let's, <laughs> let's go out for some for, for some. Damn it! No. Whoa, <laughs> I didn't whoa. do it. It was it was another soft F. No, that's no man. I, heard, I heard, heard
1: the whole. No, I heard you beat, heard
2: nothing, man. I didn't even say being,
1: it. There was a, even you added the G on the end. Man. <laughs> yeah. That was a full straight up,
2: Anthony. See what you're doing to me. <laughs> Seriously, dude. It's, I don't know. it's the nostalgia. It brings back the brings back the potty mouth in me from, oh, from high school.
1: Let's. Uh, That's I, I'm like the most sweary out of all of you guys for some reason.
2: I don't know. I'm pretty bad, but I do it so incognito that it's just part of my regular speech.
0: Yeah. Our whenever we talk about the podcast before recording, we're we're all kind of just like.
2: Just swearing like sailors trying to get it all yeah, out.
1: I'm yeah. definitely like the black beard of swearing. Like, <laughs> if I can fit an F word in there, it's going in there.
0: <laughs> um, Let's uh, let's wrap up this podcast. Let's talk about the games we've been playing. Uh, Dan, you've already spoken about Alto's Adventure.
2: I've been killing Alto's Adventure lately, which I love. And uh, I've been playing a lot of Downwell. Like Those are really my only two Games that I've been uh, killing a lot lately because the the time has been so sparse. Mm-hmm. But you always got time to go to the bathroom, and those games come out every time. I don't have I, – so I have, Alt-
0: <laughs> Thanks. I have Alto's Adventure on, on iPad. I haven't downloaded it on my phone yet. So, uh, Brett, what have you been playing?
1: Well, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Rogue still. And I'm also playing a ton of Far Cry 3. Those are the two games that I've been rotating back and forth between. So it's pretty much whenever I get bored of Assassin's Creed, then I go and jump into Far Cry 3 because I've been dying for a first-person shooter and Far Cry 3 is hitting that itch right now. Actually, I'm really enjoying Far Cry 3. I wish I played it when it like originally came out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's dope. <clears throat> nice. Uh,
0: other than Far Cry Primal, I picked up uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess HD yesterday Friday uh, when it came out pre-ordered and everything got the got the Amiibo which is actually probably like a, like probably one of the better Amiibos like it looks awesome
3: mm. uh,
0: and to be honest like uh, so story uh, I played Twilight Princess when it like launched like on Wii I got a launch Wii um, and played it I beat it like within a week or whatever like I played non-stop did 100% got all the things loved it uh and then never played it ever again. I think I picked it up for like an hour to do the intro, like a few years ago. And and the, right. int- the intro is so freaking long and boring. Uh, right. I just stopped playing it. So I I really just have like fond memories of it. Like I, I just remember like playing it all within the week and and loving it and thought it was like great. Uh, mm-hmm. And to be honest, it's like the HD one. Like when when you want it when the HD game comes out, you want it to like kind of. Look like how you remembered and looked and looked great, Uh, yeah. But the textures in the game just like don't like they look like they're just a Wii game, like they don't look like they've been kind of updated at all. Um, and then the character models are just so weirdly proportioned, I I don't Mm -hmm. remember it. Like their faces are just so long, and and it just doesn't like look like it doesn't look that great to be completely honest. Like the art, the art is not like what I remembered um mm-hmm. I'm I'm like I'm not past I'm not at the first dungeon yet I've, I played maybe like two hours last night uh right and it's like it's fine so far um and I definitely gotta get into the Zelda part of it like the dungeons and, and items and stuff like that but you know the intro to it is just so brutal like it, it's it's just not like a, it's not a great opening to a Zelda game that's for sure like you, if you compare it to like in of Time like, you get your shield, you get your sword, you go over the tree, boom. You're, like, in, you're in, like, a dungeon within, like, 20 minutes at most. Right. This one, I'm literally, I'm, like, now two hours in and have not entered the dungeon yet. And I don't think I'm close yet. I, I, if I remember kind of correctly, I still have to do a few things. Um, I'll keep playing it. I'm excited to play more. and I just want to get into it. But, like, it's not the great, it's not an awesome first impression, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, if you want to play, if, it's weird that they like re release like four Zelda games and we don't have the, the main, like the new one that's coming yeah. out, right? Like, that's what I want.
1: <clears throat> yeah. We'll have to wait for the, uh, NX.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming they'll, they'll do with that, what they did with Twilight Princess, which is release on NX and Wii U. Like, there's no mm-hmm. reason to release a Zelda game on, N- on Wii U right now. Like a new one, I mean. So, yeah. We'll find out. I don't know. I'll play more. I plan on playing more today. And Mm -hmm. uh, I got to finish up Far Cry Primal before I actually, like, do the review, like, post the review. I'm pretty close to being done, though. So.
1: Yeah. Nice. I'm going to try and play more Far Cry 3 today. Boom. I think I'm halfway done it. I think. It feels like I'm almost almost there.
0: The the percentage is, like, fake you out, right? Because the percentage is, like, the total, uh, like, of everything completionist um, percentage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think I'm like 40 45% in Far Cry Primal, but like that's like all the skills and all the other stuff that I've done, Yeah. Right? So.
1: You know what really sucks? Uh, Cuz I'm I'm, I'm 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 I sort of like doing achievements on the games that I really enjoy. Mm. So, and I'm enjoying Far Cry 3, and I'm going to do all the achievements. I'm pretty sure I will. But what really sucks about this is there is uh 1 2 3 4 5 6 achievements that I almost guarantee will not be able to get because they're co-op map achievements, and I don't think anyone's playing Far Cry Three. Oh
0: yeah, that's right. It does have like a co-op. That's the what's what I played a Far Cry Three. There's like a co-op kind of separate campaign.
1: Yeah, and I have no you play friends. <laughs> so, <laughs> what happened? What happened to Operation? Get more friends. I don't think anyone uses you play. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone kind of doesn't like you play i i've i've never used UPlay play until i got the humble bundle like all, obviously all my uh ps4 and three games are signed up to the UPlay, play but i never used it actively wait, wait, until wait. like this this year you have a ps4 oh uh, sorry ps3 oh you faked me out got just i baited you into that
0: one
2: <laughs> he does have a ps4 he's just not admitting it yeah
0: he actually has, like, more trophies than me. He just, like, yeah. just so casual about it. And then one day he'll just drop it on me and crush my, <laughs> crush my hopes and dreams.
2: One day when you're bragging about your trophies, he'll just, like, bring <laughs> out his phone and show you a screen cap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I used to be quite the trophy hunter back in the day.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Uh, Uncharted 4 is coming out, too, as well. It got uh, delayed, though. <clears throat> it got delayed again. That game, yes. man. I don't know.
1: So, Dan, well, you, Dan you're going to get a good game, I, I reckon. Probably, I didn't uh, like Uncharted one that much or two. What but, I loved them all. Uh, uh, I I just wasn't feeling them. Two was like awesome. Two my favorite.
3: It goes yeah. two,
0: three, one for me. One that, and the Vita one's really fun too. So, mm. but none none of you, no no one's played the Vita one. So only I've played the Vita one and the people who worked on the game. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We should uh we should wrap this up then. Uh if you want to follow Brett and all his adventures, uh at Brett Meeser, at Heart Circle, at TP Smoke, at Game Dev Drinks, uh if you want to follow Dan on his adventures at composing Dan. And if you want to follow the sites at Tron Game Devs, uh as well as dot Devs.com. Review Weird. us on iTunes, share us, all that good stuff. Some people have been posting it to Reddit too, which is great because I get in trouble when I do it too often.
2: Oh yo, yo, the uh just sorry, a little introduction. The Oddbird guys made it to level up? Is that what is that what I see here?
0: Yep. What? Where?
2: We'll see you guys at level up. Oddbird will be one of the teams representing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Really? Yep. Yeah. Nice. Good job boys. I gotta
0: hold on. I gotta left I gotta they tweet it out?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Brett Brett retweeted it already. Oh shit! Like an hour ago. We will see so, you guys at level up.
0: Yeah, true. Oddbird will be one of the teams representing Sheridan College. Damn. Good job. I guess, Br-
2: I guess Brett didn't think it was important enough to mention on the podcast. Yeah, Brett. it happened within podcast time.
0: Brett, what are you? Seven minutes ago. <laughs> Brett, do you not like Tron- do you not like Toronto student
1: games? Is that what's going on here? What's going on well, here, it's Brett? Sheridan games. So that's like <laughs> Oakville. Brett. Uh, it has no I. <laughs> we were busy. <laughs> sorry we were busy talking there's a lot of things i do during the podcast that i don't think we should be talking about so <laughs> no,
0: you're no longer on the podcast anymore oh buddy <laughs> oh buddy so congrats to them uh so we'll hit up level up and and brendan you have now i guess like a month and a bit to get better at your game
2: so you don't yep. get embarrassed at the show. <laughs> Unless
3: they don't take them.
2: You know, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, like everybody gives Brendan the gears about that. Eh? I it's know. so even, uh, they were telling me even like the teachers, like yeah. some of the teachers on <laughs> the podcast, were giving him the gears about being bad at his own game. Uh,
0: I love, <laughs> I love the impact that we have on people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Later.